Security! Alright guys, welcome back to Life of a Security Guard Podcast. And today, I'm going to be fast forwarding in my security guard career to the time I was working EDC, Electric Daisy Carnival, at the good old City Field. And then like, because I don't know where I'm going to be posted until I actually get there, sign my name and everything, and I get there at 8 o'clock in the morning. And next to my name, it just says medical. So I'm like, I'm really confused by what that means. I'm like, am I posted at a medical tent the whole time? Or like, I have no idea. And then my, my supervisor, who's one of the bosses for the company, he tells me that I'm pretty much just walking around and running around the whole entire festival assisting the medical team with all their calls that they get and what a shit show just like i was talking about in my other podcast about electric zoo it was like all those kind of the same kind of thing all those drugs abuse and everything and that was the day that my boss realized that i'm pretty good at what i do because he was surprised of everything that happened with everything that happened that weekend and how I took everything. It was just he was just speechless and dumbfounded how well everything was and how well I kept my cool and didn't like end up like I don't even know, just going crazy. But for that festival, I didn't even get to see any of it cuz like I said I was just going on every single medical call that was happening and I'll never forget this couple incidents happened with people getting hurt and taking drugs and overdosing there's one kid he was there with his so-called best friend according to his friend who said it there's one kid he was having a full seizure on the ground foaming at the mouth and everything so i asked his best friend like what did he take and then he just kept refusing to tell me what he took like oh i don't know i don't know i don't know i'm like i looked him right in the face i'm like so you're telling me that you're his best friend and you don't know what drugs he took? I, I'm not a cop. I'm not going to get you in trouble. I'm just trying to make sure your friend doesn't die on the ground right now. He's like, okay, um, he took some cocaine, molly, acid, angel dust, and he smoked some pot. And then when he, when he rattled off all those different drugs, stimulants, depressants, and all that, and I'm like, mind you, the kid's 16, first of all, so I don't even... That's a, a different story. When he said all those drugs, I was like, your friend really should be dead. Like, all those things in one person's body at the same time. Hey, just one of those things really should never really be in your body. Like, the last time I heard about Angel Dust, I was like, I was watching it in, like, in the History Channel about, like, people doing Angel Dust back in the 60s. Hmm. But now, like, it's back out in 20, 2016. I'm like, okay then, so luckily he was right by a medical tent, so me and the person I was running around with the whole entire day, mind you, this is like 10 o'clock in the morning, so like, gates only opened at like, actually no, it wasn't 10, it might have been 10 o'clock, I don't know what time gates actually opened, that's so long ago, so on with that day. There's there was this whole Jägermeister stand because the Jägermeister was a sponsorship, and then 
they had like a fight deck, which obviously is not a smart idea because a lot of people mixing drugs and alcohol think this is like, I mean, there are a lot of be up there that's built for that, but people, drugs and alcohol, they don't know them, like they don't really are in the right place, mindset, I should say. And this one dude, he took a header off the top of the balcony. <laughs> like, it's funny, but it's not funny because he cracked his head open and I was there. Because I, I, I grabbed a bunch of gloves because like, I don't want to be touching these people and everything if I'm helping them. So, like, I'm there holding his head shut like while it's bleeding and everything while they're backing an ambulance onto the parking lot to take him to the hospital. And then, uh, like, after, after that, that was, like, probably, like, right in the afternoon. That was about, like, maybe, like, an hour or two after I dealt with this other kid having a seizure. And then, uh, like, right after that happened, I just wanted to go home. Like, I was just, like, you know what? I just want to sign out and just go home. I don't want to deal with this. Like, it was, I was saying to my, like, my coworker, I was like, we don't get it paid enough to do this. Like, at this time, like, I wasn't supervising. I was just a normal shirt guard getting paid, like, the minimal that I'm allowed to be getting paid. <clears throat> and it was just, so far, a shitty, shitty day. So after that, yeah, ambulance backs him up. I help him get into the ambulance. They take him. I go to the medical tent and, like, detox myself because I'm covered in his blood and everything. It was not fun at all. And detox yourself. What does that mean? I pretty much like just like clean off the blood, all the blood off me. Like take alcohol wipes, scrub my body okay, down. Okay, you do that in the tents. Yeah, I did that in the medical tent. Just gonna be like I was wearing gloves, thankfully, because otherwise my hands would have been like like murder somebody. But that would have been something else. That would have been something else. Yeah. But it's yeah, so no, I pretty much just cleaned myself off all the blood, and it was that was just one start of the morning, and then so going on that later on that was. I mean, it's also cool working a lot of these shows, like, especially if you run into people you know. Like, I ran into a couple of friends there who was not expecting to see them. Like, I hung out. Like, they just walked with me while I was walking around waiting for another call to come over, someone overdosing or underage drinking and all that. But that's why that's why I love working all these shows, because I get to see people that I know who likes this type of music. So, but probably around towards 5 o'clock, maybe 6 o'clock at night, I get a call for a person apparently shooting up heroin in a porta potty. So I'm like, so I go back because they called me to go to go investigate it. I'm like, what am I really supposed to do about this? I don't want to go anyone anywhere near with some person shooting up heroin, having needles. I don't want to get pricked by anything. And then it turns out like she was shooting up heroin, but she disposed of all the needles in the porta potty, and then she was just ended up passing out. Like by the barricade, and then she ended up being brought to the tent, and everything got Narcan and all that because she overdosed on heroin. It was just like I don't even know. To be honest, I don't even know how stuff like that gets in. Like I mean, also what I can know how is because the promoters just want all all to get people and get people in because they don't want people waiting complaining. They don't want to get the complaints, but so they do a quick check. But if they don't do a thorough search, they're gonna miss things like that. You know what I mean? So, that was that heroin, ep not like epidemic, I don't even know why I was about to say epidemic, heroin episode. And it was like some, I don't even know what she was. It was some girl, I don't really know. It was 
old faces just end up blurring together from the amount of people I see from working in different places. But, I mean, after that incident, it was going pretty well. I got some people, like, underage drinking, so I just dumped out their drinks and just put X's on their hands. I hated being that guy. I hate, it hurt me more than it hurt them dumping out the alcohol. Like, it's just a waste. Like, if I wasn't working, I would have just took their alcohol and drank it myself. But, obviously, I can't because I'm on the job. <laughs> but, so then, right roughly during the main act, like, a similar situation happened to earlier in that day with the person passed out having a seizure. This time, it was the girl and her so-called boyfriend. So... We get a call saying how there's a person having a seizure by one of the ATMs next to the main stage. So I'll go running over there since I was right there anyway. I beat the medical staff there because I was right there. And then this person's having a full-on seizure. I asked the girl, like, what did he take? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know what he took. I'm like, but you're saying that you're his, uh, that's your boyfriend. She's like, yeah, it's my boyfriend. I'm like, and you don't know what drugs he took. Like, I, like I'm saying, like... Like I said earlier on, like, you're not going to get in trouble. Like, I'm just trying to make sure he's okay, he gets out of here, he goes home safe tonight. And she tells me he took seven bumps of ketamine. And then, what if for those of you who don't know what ketamine is, it's a horse tranquilizer. It's really strong shit. It really isn't meant for humans. humans. Like, it's not nothing can go well of it. So... When the medics come, they come in like a little gator golf cart with the backboard. Because I told them over the radio saying how what he took, he took seven bumps of ketamine, he's overdosing, he's foaming at the mouth and everything. So they have one of these like these kind of juice packet things that's kind of like a Narcan for heroin. But I don't really know what it is. They just, I just remember me standing on the gator holding on to the roof of it and standing on one leg while I'm forcing open his mouth while they force feed him this packet like this juice pouch thing while they're doing like 60 on the gator going down the side road to get him to the ambulance and i was and i hopped off the ambulance and i was like not the ambulance the, the gator i was like wow what a shitty first day for me to work work at. like that was my first time really like roaming around the festival and back to saying like how my boss was dumbfounded ever since that day any festival i work i'm always walking around walking around from from end of festival, end of festival, the whole entire span of it. And, I mean, it is a good thing. I get to see a lot of things, get to see, like, certain acts. If I want to say, like, say bye and see, like, see if the one artist does, like, a tour, like, see, watch him do, like, a song or two. And I can just continue moving on. But, luckily, like, for the second day of EDC, like, yeah, there was a second day of it, and it was just... It wasn't even, that wasn't even that bad. It was surprisingly, because it was rain, like it drizzled here and there. So it was like cool. So people weren't like overheating, passing out and all that. And like, so it kept their body temperatures down, especially since it's all on blacktop. So it just brings up the heat. But the second day, I don't, I was with the medical and I only had one person who ended up uh, breaking their ankle. Because they were uh, dancing too hard and they, and they rolled themselves. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. How'd you break ankle, bro? I broke it dancing too he hard ro- at EDC. Oh god! But so yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for EDC 2016. 
After that, I don't think they'll ever be coming back to New York or at City Field. I know they used to do it at MetLife. I don't think it's ever going to go back there. I think it's just going to probably stay at Vegas and there are other countries they go to, whatever yeah, they do. Let it stay there, you feel me? Let, let the drama stay out there. Thanks. So, on that note, thank you guys for listening and have a lovely, lovely day.